Welcome this morning to chapel. Glad that you're here. I wanted to start this morning maybe a little bit differently than we, we've started some other mornings and simply sing, sing this song together that I think, I think you know, but I hope that it puts us in a posture of worship in this place. Uh, mentally, uh, maybe you just need to come into this place and say, hey, I'm just tired and I uh, just need to take a break, or maybe you're really excited today and uh, need to really focus on what God can do in this place among us. So let's just sing this with me. We cry holy, holy, holy. We cry holy, holy, holy. We cry holy, holy, holy. Is the stand together this morning as we begin our time.
together and they sang Today we have two special guests in chapel. Uh, the first being Brim Beaver. Uh, she's a. F- there we go. We got some fans out there. She's a first-year student from Emory, uh, Texas, and just here joining us today in chapel and uh, just sharing her heart through her music. And uh, we also have Kristen Richardson, who's associate chaplain in spiritual life, um, which includes a lot of things. She does international ministry. I'm gonna read my list here. She does youth ministry teams. Uh, run small groups, um, and, and just a lot more. She's a native of Georgia, a mother to Siler, um, the wife of Ryan, Mr. Chapel over here, and also just loves students. And uh, so you're going to be hearing from her later, and I hope that you just open up your hearts uh, to hear what God has to say to you. Uh, just join me in prayer now. Father, we thank you so much for this morning, and Lord, just the chance... Uh, to stop amongst our busyness and to remind ourselves how blessed we are. And Father, we thank you for your holiness. Uh, We thank you for the power that's just in your name when we speak your name. And God, I pray that you would teach us how to be a grateful people, that we can truly uh, look at our lives and and see um, the work that you've done in them and, and to be thankful. Uh, Father, for for all that you have blessed us with. Lord, I pray that you just open up our hearts uh, this morning as we hear your message and uh, remind us of truly uh, the most precious gift, and that's your son, Jesus Christ, Lord. We pray all this in his name. Amen. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a throne, high and exalted, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphs, each with six wings. 
With two wings they covered their faces. With two they covered their feet. And with two they were flying. And they were calling to one another. Holy, holy! Holy is the Lord Almighty! The whole earth is full of His glory! At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried. I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphs flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongues from the altar. With it, he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away, and your sin atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who? will go for us. And I said, Here am I. Send me. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Open my eyes, let me see. Beauty that made this heart adore you Hope of a life's been with you And here I am to
morning. I, th- I hope that it has been a good morning for you, despite the rain, and I hope that you're having a really great semester too. But I know that in a room this size, the reality is that a lot of you have not had a good morning, and you have experienced better semesters. Hear me when I tell you, whether today you are happy or sad, proud or embarrassed, encouraged or depressed, that is okay. You are part of a community that loves and cares for you. Let me just share with you a piece of my own story. About a year and a half ago, I began a new job as an associate chaplain in the spiritual life area here at Baylor. I really loved the job that I was in. I was happy, my community was good, and I was okay. Nonetheless, I was feeling a real call from God to do a new type of ministry, so I applied for this job. It was definitely the unmistakable voice of God calling, calling me to leave a place where I felt comfortable and venture out into some uncertainty, where I could no longer rely on many known quantities. I was comfortable with the people that I worked with. They were like family to me. I knew how to do my job. I didn't have to explain myself to everyone all the time. They knew the motivation behind the words I was saying. They knew me. I tell you this because when I began my new job, things were not as easy as I'd hoped. Not that I thought it wouldn't be challenging to do something new, but I did think I took it for granted that beginning an entirely new job meant not knowing, not only trying to learn new processes in a new place, but also learning new people and allowing them to really know me as well. And I guess that's really the hardest part, isn't it? Allowing people to really know us and know who we are deep inside is hard. Showing people all the ways we have it, have it all together can be pretty easy, especially when we're in a new job, a new school, a new group. It's almost natural to put on a face. It just seems right to, to seem like we have it all together, to show people how confident and confident that we are and that we have it all together, we know what we're doing, and definitely that we know how to keep our emotions in check. But the other parts, the real parts, the parts of us that are broken and not put together, these are the places that are difficult to show people. Because, you see, I'm a minister, I'm a chaplain, I worked at a seminary for six years, I have a Master's of Divinity, and one in counseling. If anybody's supposed to have it all together, it's me and figure it out. But so many times, I don't. And hear this, that is okay. There is a freedom that we don't often exercise, the freedom to not have all the answers, the freedom to live authentically in community with one another and be so real that it hurts. The freedom to throw your hands in the air and say, I just don't know what to do. Did I make a bad decision? Was I really hear God right when he was calling me to Baylor? Why am I even in the major that I'm in? Why are my parents getting a divorce? Why can't I get out of this relationship that is so obviously tearing my soul apart? Why do I seem to put so much value on my appearance? Why am I ignoring what I feel God is really calling me to do 
to pursue something just because someone else wants me to. Maybe when we collapse into this freedom to be authentic and real and really clueless, maybe then can the answers begin to reveal themselves. Maybe then we can become comfortable in our own skin. Maybe then God works within our community to reveal himself. Maybe that's how it happened in the early church. Maybe they took the time to be authentic. I'm pretty sure that they did. I'm pretty sure they practiced that freedom. Let us remember the freedom that we have to be authentic. May we rest in this reality that we simply do not have to have it all together, and that is okay. And may we also create the spaces and the places for people around us to also feel that freedom. We read about the early church in Acts 2. We see them coming together under the common experience of the Holy Spirit. They were living together and eating together, breaking bread and sharing everything they had. Maybe a little bit like living in a residence hall or in friends, uh, with friends in apartments, something a little bit like that. So to make this point that we are community here at this place called Baylor, I want us to take a moment to pray through the story of the first church in Acts. The The passage is written in the form of a prayer, and I would like for us to pray it out loud together. So please pray with me this morning. Lord, help us to devote ourselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Fill us with awe. Bind us together as believers and reveal to us those things which unify. Teach us to be selfless with our possessions and goods, giving to anyone as he or she has need. Help us make time for one another so that we might break bread and eat together with glad and sincere hearts, praising you and enjoying our time together. Amen. I'm really excited to be here today. <laughs> um, this song that I'm about to sing is a song that I wrote, and I based it off of Matthew 17:20. Just let it speak to you this morning.
receive the benediction. As you leave this place, may the God who created you, redeems you, and loves you help you discover the freedom that is yours to listen, to share, and to be authentic. Amen. Amen.